Hello everyone and welcome to the Teenage Springboard. I'm your host Ronit Sangoi and today I shall be speaking to Arnav Bansal about what we can do to make the most out of the current education system. Well, our education system clearly isn't the best in the world. It is outdated and it does not provide for the holistic development of an individual. We all know this, but the the question is what do we do? Everyone talks about the flaws but no one really talks about the solutions everyone criticizes but no one indulges in constructive criticism today arna shall be sharing his insights on what he thinks an individual can do to make the most out of the current education system arnav was the head boy of the 2019 2020 batch of the bishop school camp he's also an avid debater and is the founder and president of vikas ifi a non-profit campaign that seeks to revolutionize the rural life by providing affordable and accessible internet enough uh it's a pleasure to have you here so before we start uh, i want to get your take on the education system like briefly just what do you think about the current education system right hi songoy uh, hi ronit uh, good to be here uh the current education system is certainly something which is debatable to say the least to be honest i mean there are so many pros there are so many cons so many legislations going on with the entire education system with the government passing the passing the new education bill which which states that colleges can be of four years and that you know and especially the cbse saying that there'll be two semesters instead of three yeah. so there are a lot of decisions being taken here and there and technically i feel that the indian education system can do better and definitely has the potential to do better because of its students because of the amount of potential the students hold so yeah, i guess that's my brief take on the current education system fair 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 so uh, the first question for today is on the academic front schools don't really give you uh, a lot of freedom in terms of solving questions uh, with your own methods writing your own answers so what should your focus actually be on should it be on attaining knowledge and getting a deeper understanding of the topic or should it just be or on gaining grades right so i'll answer the second part of your question first of the second question whether you know people should get a deeper understanding of good grades personally i do feel that i should get both i mean i would do want a, a better understanding of, of the topic but obviously i would you know i mean who does grades right yeah everyone does exactly so i mean it's not like a this or that kind of thing it's like this and that i think i think there's a quote on your instagram page as well about from gary v i'm not sure what it is but it's relating to that itself like or not or but it's actually and you know getting everything so i i definitely you know would want both the greater understanding and you know good marks as well coming to the first part of your question where you know uh don't give uh, teachers don't give us a lot of freedom to write our own answers i think that's absolutely true um teachers and this current education system wants us to follow a particular way of solving problems i mean you see them in math you see them in science numerical you see them in computers and like you know because of this the entire problem of road learning has you know come about uh, has Great. increased tremendously right so like you know I know people who literally wrote on math problems and computer pro- uh, programs. And I used to do that. 
exactly i used to do that exactly so like you know people do anything to get good marks and i think that's like one of the main flaws that the current education system really holds i mean can't really do it right yeah i mean there's nothing you can actually do about it but actually you should actually focus on getting uh, the deeper understanding of the topic because if you get the deeper understanding it will be easier for you to remember you'll hold on to that topic for a longer time which will actually help you to get better grades right right absolutely i think a deeper understanding will not just help you in getting marks but will help you in the long run as well of course like, you know, if, obviously i mean right now you're just doing it for marks but later on if you want to remember something even from your school life and if you understood that topic there's a chance that you know you'll remember it thoroughly or at least partially so i do definitely agree deeper understanding in everything that we learn is required but then again if we see that you know we have like 10 subjects up, up till 10 and you know yeah. gaining deeper understanding like everything is quite def- uh, quite difficult so, it is it is yeah i think that's the problem right there having too many subjects too many and, unnecessary subjects too many unnecessary topics which yeah, can actually I mean, be chopped off so cramped up you know in one academic year is just very difficult for any student even if he or she is smart agreed but there's nothing you can do about it so let's just focus upon what we can actually do right so focusing on grades will actually harm you in the long run it might help you in the short run short run but it is not going to do nothing except for harm you in the long run right absolutely but then again like might just harm you in the long run but getting good you know getting good good grades might have certain uh, consequences which might lead to something good getting good grades will help you get into better colleges better colleges getting good grades in colleges might just help you get a good job so you know it's like a chain effect and you everyone needs to get good marks nowadays i mean you know that you are uh, you're good at academics you know how important it is you're giving your je you know how you know how important it is to get good grades yeah. in those universities yeah but then getting good grades by uh, road learning is absolutely useless absolutely absolutely no question absolutely useless yeah so the second question for today the current education system requires the students to think in a particular way so it actually kills imagination to some extent so what is it that you can actually do to broaden your horizons and how important are extracurricular activities in one's life all right um firstly the current education system certainly destroys imagination to a certain extent i mean we just talked about road learning and how it's very important to get grades in the current education system so i definitely agree with that you know like if you see we don't really get a lot of practical assignments as well like, you know those practical assignments are the ones that you know will promote our imagination the certain discussions the certain questions here and there so we we are actually turned down by the, uh, by a lot of teachers a lot of times as well Okay, uh, totally agree. I, I swear. So, like you know, I mean, imagination till a certain extent is you know created through these extracurricular activities. You know, these certain skill sets that we gain, such as team building by playing a sport, public speaking by debates, drama, theater. You know, they do help in the long run as well. They help you increase certain skill sets that you won't really learn in school, learn in academics. That might just help you prosper and grow. I mean, everyone can study till a certain extent, but The yeah. thing that gives them the edge is are those skill sets that we acquire through those extracurricular activities. Like right now, if I am talking to you, I, you know, I, the two of us are having a good conversation. We yeah. are talking English, right? 
but the main pro- like we both of both of us are good at english the second part being that both of us are good at communication and public speaking too which which obviously not everyone has so those extra points are the ones you know which got me an interview which made you interview me so these extra curricular activities you know certainly shape the way that we think about the world and certainly gives us a different perspective yeah i totally agree well uh, there is this uh, quote no, i wouldn't call it a quote but it's like a thought that i read in uh, one of a book a book called uh, what i wish i knew before i was 20 so the author says that we should strive to become t shaped individuals an individual which has uh, the depth of knowledge in one discipline and breadth of knowledge in several other disciplines so it's not just or it should be and as gary vee says absolutely i think having that depth in one thing that you are passionate about is extremely important but you know having some understanding of other topics broadening your horizon will certainly gain uh, will certainly help you gain a perspective like imagine i'm studying engineering but i'm also good at music might just help me in engineering as well somewhere or the other i you know i genuinely feel that you know whatever you learn right now or you know whatever unnecessary thing that you think you're learning might just help you in some point of your life maybe for gaining marks maybe you know sometimes something happens so i definitely do agree with that whatever you learn is not unnecessary yeah exactly basically the more experiences that you'll have uh, the broader will be your base of knowledge and the more resources that you'll have to draw from and the future absolutely so guys uh, if you're thinking that you want to do something but you're like this might hamper my studies just go out there do it right now we have a lot of time a lot of energy we have creativity we have imagination so go out there and execute that plan of yours absolutely definitely agree with that yeah agreed so uh, that brings us to the next question how big of a role does public speaking play uh, in shaping an individual and how can you actually hone your public speaking skills in school and college itself all right so public speaking for me personally has been a very important part of my life i've been practicing i've been practicing public speaking since the age of 8 and 9 so it's something that was that my parents really subjected to me very early on in life and i'm extremely grateful for that i do feel that you know public speaking is something of my some something of my most important skills that i possess aside from the entire academic front because you know it helps me communicate even as a leader it helps me communicate to to my team members to certain other people it helps me take risk it helps me you know think think broadly and you know the you know some people think that the most important part of public speaking is actually you know orating or speaking itself but frankly what i have learned is that you know public speaking helps you actually listen to a lot of people you know thoroughly helps you gain a lot of perspective helps you gain you know helps you helps you gain a lot of opinions that you might have not thought about earlier so i do agree that uh, public speaking is probably one of the most yeah. important skills that any 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 individual can possess so you started debating in 7th or 6th right uh my first debate was in 8th and i went to my first inter school debate in 8th as well ah so now let's talk about uh someone who's never debated in his life so how does that person actually get into public speaking a person who's never taken part in a debate a person who is stage shy how does that person get into public speaking all right so firstly i think that I, 
personally speaking after like 7 years of experience i do have till a certain extent a stage fright i mean you go on to this stage and there'll always be a stage fright nonetheless no matter how many years of experience you have i mean I, i've heard politicians and i've i've read articles about politicians mm-hmm. where they themselves tell that whenever i go on to the stage there is a certain you know fright that takes on to me so i don't think that you know having a stage fright is like a really wrong kind of thing it's something that you need to control i feel it's not something that can be suppressed but rather can be controlled That's and nice. uh, now speaking practically about someone who's never uh, never had any public speaking experience before i think MUNs play a very important role in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, like you know, in school debates and elocutions, etc., there are certain you know, like you are chosen to represent your house, your class. Agreed. But in an MUN, anyone can participate. Like even if you yeah. aren't interested in the entire inter- uh, international relations and foreign policy part of the MUNs, it does help you with your public speaking, communication, lobbying, delegating. So I think MUNs are a perfect way to start off your public speaking career or whatever public speaking passion. So yeah, I definitely think that. And you know, like gaining a lot of uh, experience from those uh, MUNs and uh, MUNs might help you get into certain other public speaking events. To be honest, there are so many right now online events going on. MUNs, yeah. Yeah, MUNs or even debates, which really do not require any. Um, Any qualifications kind of, yeah any kind of qualifications you know there is no choosing method that is going on it's it's all uh, out there and you know anyone can apply to any mun any uh, any debate you know wherever they want whenever they can so yeah it's technology has made certain things happen which weren't possible before that's all i have to say yeah so guys out there just let go of your stage fear don't let go of it keep it there with you but then suppress it when you're out there on the stage and go take part in that mun go take part in that debate well most of the people underestimate this skill of interacting with people which is actually a super 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 important skill so what do you think about that i mean communication right now is absolutely tremendous skill i mean you need communication skills nonetheless whether it is to make friends whether it is to make business partners you know in every kind yeah. of field you will find you know you will find communication to be one of the most important skills that you need from like a scientist to a lawyer to an accountant to a businessman communication yeah. skills are definitely the most important helps you delegate the work i mean frankly communication skills especially for me has helped me delegate my work rather than you know keeping it to myself micromanaging everything communic and you know you get to know the person who is uh, who you are talking to through communicating so like imagine you are taking a you are taking a job interview or you are you know you are going for a job interview you get the sense of a person about you get how the person will be with its team members with the company in of itself through his or her communication communicate yeah. so i think that's extremely important in today's day and age Yeah so what i feel is that uh, a person's communication uh, skill actually speaks volumes about uh, about that person like if that person is good at communicating with others that person will most definitely be good at whatever job he is given so that is how important communication skills are in the 21st century absolutely so, I mean like you know you take the example of communication and like you know big you know huge monarchies and dictatorships are found on uh, founded on communication like you take hitler his puppet yeah 
you know it it influenced millions and millions of germans to fight the entire world at the end of the day yeah and they were close to winning i mean very close to winning all over yeah agreed agreed so uh now i'll take everyone back to the first point which you said uh listening skills which is actually super important uh dale carnegie uh, says that being a good listener is the best way to become a good conversationalist in his book absolutely yeah. absolutely and i definitely agree with that i mean you know today we hear about people screaming their opinions you know just putting it out yeah, there so the thing that we that we as a millennial uh, we as a millennials really miss out is the listening part of it you know we do want to voice our opinions and frankly there's nothing wrong with that that's a basic constitutional right but to help gain perspective on our opinions we need to hear other opinions as well that is why you know there is an opposition to the government so that the so that the government gains a perspective so that the government knows when it's wrong so i mean listening skills are very important I I was actually I think Dale Carnegie's book I I was reading that as well and like you know through listening you can actually make better friends and you know make yeah. better colleagues than uh, what you would do by just speaking about yourself so I mean it's it, listening is frankly more uh, important than speaking when the yeah. entire concept of communication is going on so i definitely agree with listening being a very important yeah so listening is actually very important while interacting with people because people just want to talk about themselves that is a fact people just want to talk about themselves so when you listen to people pouring their hearts out that person actually um, starts liking you or becomes or you can make friends you can influence people just by listening to their thoughts so that's how powerful listening skills actually are definitely then so uh the next question is is the power of reading actually neglected by schools and colleges and how important is reading and how can one develop good reading habits right from the teenage years right so i mean firstly uh we all your teachers saying that you know you should read lo- read a lot of books you'll gain perspective etc etc the thing is that you know in in the uh, take 10th and 12th as being the most golden years of schooling where you know you have to give both and all we have four we have four examinations to give three preliminary and the last one will be obviously final of the boards right when you have four board f- four examinations that you need to get in a ma- in a time span of say 12 months or 10 months i don't think anyone would rather focus on reading other materials than studying i mean anyone who wants to get good marks and frankly all of us do till a certain extent how how much ever we denied we want good marks so it's very it's very ironical sometimes when teachers tell us to read books and you know at the same time they expect marks from us as well so i do even like it's just ironical to me and i do agree that you know reading is a very important aspect of life frankly i myself have you know started reading a lot of books after the entire pandemic pick after uh, after the pandemic started since like i obviously had a lot of free time so i started reading a few books here and there and you know i've gained a lot of perspective on things a lot of knowledge i mean people will be surprised as to how much the uh, how much how, how many how much knowledge you can acquire from reading a simple book yeah. i mean you can read about anything and everything everything Simple. that is there right now so you know reading is a very underrated habit according to me 
not just books if someone likes reading newspapers blogs reading any material will actually help you build your perspective build your point of view build your own authentic opinion absolutely and like you know so like in the uk where uh, high school students like you and uh, you and me are actually told to read certain reading materials according to the subject that they want to acquire and like you know there's something called a personal statement that we have to give to the colleges stating about what we've learned about ourselves and you know we incorporate those reading materials in there then so the, so the uk education system has you know very very cleverly incorporated reading of books into the academic front so you know that's something that the indian education system can certainly look forward to agreed and what are we made to read mov <laughs> i mean it's not a really bad book to be honest i mean it's just uh, yeah focusing on one william shakespeare book for the entire two for, for two, two years. entire years yeah, yeah. Two entire years. so yeah i guess it's just i don't even yeah. i don't even know any words for it exactly uh so now that that brings us back to how can one develop good reading habits because everyone wants to read everyone has tried reading but most of the people can't actually build a reading habit uh i definitely i mean everyone tries to read you know because all of us know that reading will help us it's like you know in our subconscious mind since we've been told to read and read since like primary school so all of us to a certain extent have tried reading uh for me what's worked is reading something that interests you for example if sports interest you can read a biography you can read something on sports health physical health uh if you're interested in finance there are various finance books here and there if you're interested in fiction or sci fiction millions of books here and there as well so even if you you know read like 10 15 pages a day i don't think that's going to be a problem in the long run you'll be you know you'll gain that habit of you'll gain the habit of reading slowly and steadily and once you actually gain it there's no way that you're going to lose it i mean that's then that's that then that there's that habit for life so yeah so one of the main you know aspects and no, you know like people concentrate on oh i read this book in a week i read this book in two weeks i don't think we, yeah we shouldn't concentrate upon the uh, upon the num- uh, amount of time we um, amount okay. of time it takes us you know to read a book so that's something you know that's something of a very amateur mistake that we, we that we make while you know beginning the entire process of reading books and yeah. i definitely am against that yeah so so i'll share my story like my dad always used to bug me like start reading start reading start reading if i wanted to start reading so the biggest mistake that i made and i made that always i used to set goals for myself which i knew i couldn't achieve i was never an avid reader like till 9 10th basically i started reading in 2021 so i used to set goals like i read four books a month I mean for a guy who's never read reading four books a month is nearly impossible so don't set goals which you can't achieve because improvement is always gradual so the best way is start reading one page every day but make sure that you read one page each and every day then start increasing the number of pages which you read which will actually help you develop good reading habits Absolutely. and another important uh, another important point is uh, that become process oriented rather than uh, goal oriented which i read in atomic habits so instead of keeping a goal that i'll read so and so number of books this month or this year actually keep a goal that i want to become an avid reader i want to become a person 
who has knowledge and an opinion about everything i want to become a person who has his own authentic point of view so that is one major thing and one major mistake that everyone makes even i have made and i'm pretty sure you must have made that mistake too oh absolutely i made so many mistakes you yeah. know while reading books i mean i've been i've st- i've been trying to read you know become an avid reader since like 8th 9th but it's just not possible especially when like you know we had these library sessions and everyone used to take books you know just to look cool yeah i think, it, I think it all started done that ियलीफली be put in teams be it at our jobs or if we start businesses or uh, be it in anywhere we're just going to work in teams so how can one become a good team player right from the teenagers right so i think one of those advantages that the indian uh, one of the pros that the indian education has is that it's prepared us for competition and you know like with the amount of competition that we have in our school itself you know like we have a two, we have 250 children in our batch and 350 in in college so we do have a lot of competition and i personally believe that competition is the key to anything and everything like you know we we hear people saying how competition is you know, kills creativity kills imagination but then again according to like pers- uh, speaking from personal experience competition has actually helped me you know create and imagine better so i don't have any problem with competition as such but uh, you know thinking about the uh, like as you talked about how we'll be you know working in teams in companies where we well well where we'll have to be a team member now for that like there'll be a, uh, let me present like a hypothetical situation say yeah. that you know you're the head of a team in a company right and you have very competitive people in your team now obviously those people would want to try to create the best of results i mean competition is the one that obviously leads to greater productivity so rather than looking at it from the imaginative point of view we should look at it in a productive point of view as well like we it's like seeing it's like flip uh, having two sides of the same coin so competition might just cre- uh, might kill creativity but increases increases productivity at the same rate fair enough yeah so i think that's my point on competition and the the problem that arises is excess of competition which prevails in india right now i mean yeah. there's like the, i think 50% of the population is is at the youth level i think i think below 30 or 35 i'm not really sure about the number but i, I, I think a majority i think a, yeah i yeah. think a great number of uh, people are right now below the age of 35 I, and obviously with so many people there'll be lesser jobs you know there'll be there'll be lesser jobs there'll be less there'll be so much unemployment at a certain level which but which will definitely create more uh, uh, productivity in people that are actually you know going for these jobs going for these opportunities so it definitely incentivizes people to create more and produce more yeah but then it also disincents incentivizes people to help others and actually be a part of a team like be it in academics now if you have now if there is a competition suppose uh, there is a debate competition or maybe uh, some project competition what if your rival comes and asks you for help will you help you most likely won't 
oh i definitely won't don't worry i mean exactly actually like i mean i don't really think that there'll be competition everywhere and helping us before others is what i believe in to i mean we hear every time when we go on the plane please put the mask on yourself then on your child i mean i like to follow that ideology yeah and see we have one thing which uh, everyone can't admit is that some or the other person that they meet like every person they meet will be superior to them in some or the other way some people actually take on so much work on themselves be it in a project or something that they want to do everything themselves and they want all the credit which actually isn't possible and which um actually makes them fail so that is one thing that everyone needs to admit you can't be good at everything and some and every person is superior to you in some or the other way i think that is and after you develop that mindset you can act, that mindset is actually something that is very important to be a part of a team Oh, I definitely agree with that. But you know, we need to admit when we are wrong. I think that's like that's like one of those um, skill sets that are required to be a good team member. You know, as you said, I mean, you need. Otherwise, it's it's like you're producing your entire my entire point of productivity just goes down the drain. Since I'm not being productive, since I think that I'm good at everything, so I definitely agree that we need to admit when we are wrong. We need to admit when we don't know something. those are some characteristics that i need to you know that that i try to create in myself as well you know obviously we aren't really neither of us are very uh, neither of us are perfect human beings and obviously we have to keep working on ourselves and i think that's i think that's attainable as well though yeah that's fair that's fair so yeah that brings us to the end of the session well it was amazing speaking with you and the session was super super productive and it was super constructive so thank you for being here and if you have any if you have anything to say please go ahead right right uh yeah firstly thank you so much for having me on this interview i think i did have a lot of i think you know hearing you speak as well having to gain that perspective is what i came on for the, for the first reason so i mean that helped a lot and you know speaking my opinions or obviously a great stuff to do yeah. is a great thing to do always so yeah i definitely enjoyed it a lot and had a lot of fun so thank you once again thank you thank you for listening to this podcast and until next time keep learning and keep growing